everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. What if it were possible to overturn Roe v. Wade in our lifetime? A heinous piece of legislation passed in 1973 that has been responsible for the aborting of over 60 million babies and counting. And what if there was a film, an untold story, that would truly open the eyes of those that have been deceived by its lies and propaganda for all these years? And what if our next guest, one of the nation's foremost pro-life advocates, herself a victim of the lies and propaganda, was the one to tell that story. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony, always an honor and joy, niece of slain civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr., evangelist, author, speaker, pro-life activist, and now executive producer of her latest endeavor, Roe v. Wade, the movie. Please welcome my good friend, Dr. Alveda C. King. Alveda, welcome to Testimony. Jen Singh, it's wonderful to be here with you face to face. You know, I follow you online and with all of your articles and all of the work and your testimony. We do overcome by the word of our testimony, but I'm glad to be here and share this with you face to face today. Amen, amen, and actually you took the words right out of my mouth face to face here at the NRB Anaheim 2019. Your untold story, Roe v. Wade, starring the brilliant John Voight, yourself, and other notable actors, promises to be a real eye-opener like no other. Can you explain? I'm working with Nick Loeb and Kathy Beckerman, and they are the cre creators and the producers, and Nick himself does have a role in the film as well. John Voight is a Supreme Court Justice there. Uh, I think Robert Davi is in there, and there are so many others. Stacey Dash portrays Mildred Faye Jefferson. Dr. Jefferson was the first African-American woman to graduate from Harvard School of Medicine, and she devoted her life to fighting for the sanctity of life. She believed what's called the Hippocratic Oath that later, unfortunately, became the hypocritical oath in that the Hippocratic Oath is one that the medical professionals and doctors take to swear to never bring harm to life, to uphold life. Dr. Jefferson believed in that. So this particular film will just tell the truth about how Roe v. Wade became law, and we will leave it up to the audience to decide how they feel about that. Amen and amen. Now how easy or difficult has it been to promote your film? And does this particular movie, in your view, have the ability to influence the overturning of Roe v. Wade and might this explain the onslaught of resistance? Jensen, I've been in the industry, so to speak, for many years. When I was in my 20s, I was in a film, Sharky's Machine, with Burt Reynolds. I did North and South 
heat of the night. I was a stage and screen actress and writing music and that kind of thing. I've been in this industry many, many years, but I've never seen such a backlash as we are experiencing when we deal with the issue of life. And so Facebook dropped us off uh, our ad campaign and our GoFundMe Facebook pushback. Recently my Twitter page has been erased off of Twitter, my personal Twitter page. We've had so much resistance against this particular version of Roe v. Wade. It's Roe v. Wade the movie and it's coming out here in 2019 in the fall. I believe that when people are fearful and when people are misinformed and do not understand truth, they will resist and fight. And so I believe that has been the opposition. But we have quite a bit of support and much prayer as well. And I'm very grateful for the prayers and support too. What will the viewer learn that has not already been discussed in other pro-life films and documentaries? Norma McCorvey, the role of Roe v. Wade never had an abortion. She never wanted an abortion, and people had not understood that. Before she passed away, she did everything that she could to get that truth out and actually to get Roe v. Wade reversed, but she was not successful, but we're continuing to get that truth out. So that's one particular aspect of the film. I believe that it's very important. It's been a misconception that all blacks support abortion. All blacks do not, and you will find that out through the life of Dr. Jefferson. You may feel that all of the abortionists are heartless, but you'll find out that Dr. Nathanson, his heart began to change and to melt. So you're going to see human compassion here. You're going to deal with some of the other issues that have been hidden. And I believe that that's going to be very important for the culture. That leads me to my next question, and perhaps you've already answered that in part. As an evangelist, lover of Jesus, and all people, and one who carries the mantle and legacy of her uncle, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. What redemptive and educational value will your film have on those that, one, have regretted their abortions, and two, those still considering one, your hopes? In Acts 17, 26 in the Bible, it reads, of one blood God made the human race. And if you read Acts 17, 26, of one blood, God made all people to live together on the face of the earth. The little babies in the womb are people. And there's one race, the human race, one blood and one race. So I believe that as we consider that we are all one race, one blood, John 3.16 is for everybody, in the womb or outside of the womb. And as, as we begin to look at the issue of life from God's eyes, we'll begin to see that all life is sacred. And that's something that we have missed. Rover V. Wade said that they couldn't understand whether it was a baby or not when the bill became law. It says, we don't know. We can't define that as a person. We can't define that as a baby. But now we can see that these are little babies and little human beings. Amen and amen, and especially now with the heinous law that was passed in New York that is beyond belief. A baby can be born, and they're going to coddle and comfort the baby before they decide to kill it. Your thoughts? Exactly. In New York, Virginia, and some other states are trying to follow suit. However, in Georgia, our Senate, I'm from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, our Senate passed what's called a heartbeat.
at least when the baby's heart is beating, it's the baby from the very beginning, we know that, but with the heartbeat, it's a person. But New York looked past that. And Virginia, the governor of Virginia, is a pediatrician, and he knows that's a baby. And some of his words were, if the baby's born, then you have a conference with the doctor and the mother and decide what you're going to do, whether it will live or die. And in New York, the baby can actually be born, born alive and not be allowed to live. So we've got this kind of legislation that is attempting to sweep the country. And it goes past uh, abortion into infanticide. But that's an infant in the womb. When the baby is born, that's an infant. That's a human being. So those are heinous acts, heinous decisions, as you've just said. And But wonderfully, America is just stepping back a little bit and saying, wait a minute, no. We're hearing that from every corridor, regardless of political uh, aspirations, skin color, socioeconomic. People are saying, are they really saying that it's okay to kill a baby that you could see and touch, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Women ask for rights, hashtag me too. Mm -hmm. My thought, what about the right of the unborn? How can a woman in all good conscience, Alveda, Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Alveda C. King, evangelist and founder of Alveda King Ministries, her upcoming soon-to-be-released movie, Roe v. Wade. Alveda, how can a woman demand rights for herself when she chooses to abort her own child? Jen Singh, you and I agree that a woman has a right to choose what she does with her body. The baby, science proves this, philosophy, religion, the baby is not her body. So we must ask, she has her rights, where's the lawyer for the baby? And so when we ask that question, that's going to be very pivotal in examining what we're going to do next. Where is the lawyer for the baby? Where are the civil rights for the baby? Where are the human rights for the baby? We don't want to deny the woman her rights but we must allow rights for the child. Last question, and this is a fun one. What was it like to work with beloved actor John Voight, a lover of Israel, of life, our Constitution, and more? Tell us about that. When I saw that John signed on to the film, and we've worked and done a few things in the past, I was just absolutely delighted. You won't find anyone who's more calm, steady, and committed to truth, and uh, is just a champion for the film, a great leader in this type of work, and we are very grateful to John Voight, great person. Amen and amen, and your role in the movie, who do you play in Roe v. Wade? I am the mother of Dr. Mildred Faye Jefferson. And what was that like? We had a lot of fun. I honestly enjoyed the period clothes and the period hairdos and having my hair swept up into these styles from those days. And I remember my mother and grandmother dressing like that. And they made this uh, beautiful little apron from the old school with the ruffles on it. And I just thought that was marvelous as well. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to evangelist, best-selling author, civil rights activist, guardian of the King legacy, and now executive film producer and actress, Dr. Alveda C. King. Her soon-to-be-released, Roe v. Wade, 
I would say, the legislation that gave permission to murder millions. You can learn more about Alveda's work, ministry, and mission by visiting alvedakingministries.com or civilrightsfortheunborn.org. You will be blessed you did. And support this film, RoeVWadeMovie.com. That's RoeVWadeMovie.com. The life you save may be your own. Learn why and stop the genocide. Alveda, so great to see you face to face for our time here today at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Anaheim, California, 2019. Your tireless efforts and work for the pro-life movement are historic. And your latest endeavor as both actress and executive producer in your upcoming Roe v. Wade promises to be no less. It's a personal joy for me after many interviews throughout the years, including your own personal testimony, to come alongside and support your efforts. Roe v. Wade makes the case, and powerfully so, we thank you. The millions of babies yet to be born, thank you. Mothers spared from a lifetime of grief and regret, thank you. God bless you, and I know he does. Thank you, Alvita. God bless you, too. In my heart, you live on, always there, never gone. Precious child, gone too soon. Though it may be true that we're apart, you will live forever in my Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.